Hello and welcome to Mega City Book Club, the podcast all about the galaxy's greatest comics. I'm Eamon Clark, and my guest for this episode is uh, the editor of a brand new comic called Pandora. It is Joe Healy. Welcome to the book club, Joe. Thank you, Eamon. Thanks for having me. No trouble at all. And, and can I say that you are the sister of the book club's very own Big Dave, Dave Healy, aren't you? I I am. I'm I'm the little sister. So yeah, I'm his only sister actually. Right. And uh, he's my big brother. Oh, okay. Well, another another book clubber. So we're going to talk about uh, your comic in a minute um, and put this mm-hmm. out, uh, hopefully in plenty of time before the launch. But before we do that, we normally start with comics origin stories. Um, when did you start reading comics? I don't recall a time when I wasn't reading comics. Good. So uh, <laughs> as I was growing up, we were surrounded by books, comics. My, both my parents were big readers. And every Saturday we'd be given a big pile of comics. And dare I say it, I don't think my parents were solely buying them for their children. So they enjoyed reading the comics themselves. So I, yeah, I grew up reading the comics, obviously looking at the pictures first and uh, I, I do, I do believe that probably helped me learn to read. So yeah, it was like the comics, like two thousand AD, Battle, uh, Buster, various other comics. Right. Yes. I mean, comics helping us all, um, lots of us, to help to learn to read. And two thousand AD and Battle in there, of course. You know, two of the greats. Yeah, yeah. We we'd occasionally get Eagle. I think we we more or less got most of the British British comics apart from the Dandy and the Beano they were sort of uh, one-offs we might have got an annual uh, at the end of the year at Christmas but yeah it was mainly the uh, the IPC and Fleetway comics I used to get Tammy and the only comic I've, I've said this a few times to people that might anybody who's heard me on a podcast before might might know it but my parents refused to buy the Care Bears comic. So that was the only comic I used to have to go and save up my pocket money for. But aside from that, we were given, you know, the occasional 50 pence to go and buy a box of Marvel or very rarely DC. It was main Marvel from, say, the secondhand bookshop. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I was quite, it was quite a privileged childhood in that respect, um, I do appreciate that people, there's an awful lot of people out there who, whose parents probably didn't like them reading comics, but had pretty liberal parents as, when it came to reading material. So yeah, we had a we had quite a good mix of uh, comics growing up. Excellent. Um, what was wrong with the Care Bear comic? For some reason, my parents really hated them, <laughs> and it, it, it's it's really ironic, and it's um, because. Working with the seventy-seven, one of my one of my stories was illustrated by Mark Maron in the seventy-seven number one annual, and Mark Maron was uh, one of the lead storyboard animators on the Care Bears movie that came out in eighty-seven, and that was the movie that I begged my mum to take me to the cinema to go, you know, go and see, 
and she complained all the way throughout. She hated it, <laughs> but uh, they could cope with anything but Care Bears. So it, it was it was quite a privilege um, to be working with Mark, and uh, he's he's actually uh, going to be appearing in Pandora issue two. So I'm really pleased about that. I think he's an amazing artist. Fantastic. Well, let's you, let's turn to Pandora then. How do you go from uh, reading comics and writing comics for the 77 to actually editing your own comic yourself? I think it was a case of right place at the right time. So we're, we're sort of a, a disparate group of people set about across the country. And we came together through... The love of comics, actually, and 2000 AD. So uh, there was a group of us as admin and moderators on the 1977 to 2000 AD group on Facebook. And there was this idea pitch that there should be a comic uh, made purely, uh, I think, for Lawless 2020. And, of course, as you know, as everybody knows, what happened in 2020 yeah. sort of put pay to conventions, put pay to a lot of things. But the comic idea continued and uh, Dave, big Dave, he, he had a fantastic idea for one of the comic strips for the 77. And I really wanted to make sure that it, it was it was published. So uh, when I was asked, I was just asked, you know, would you help out, do a bit of promotion, uh, help out behind the scenes? And I, I was like, of course, of course. And uh, yeah, like I say, it was the right place at the right time. And we should say, tell us, I mean, what, what is Pandora? How would you describe the comic? I describe it as basically stories that I like to read it's uh i suppose in a way i should be pitching it towards audiences but it's a collection of some really beautiful uh stories some fantastic science fiction we've got one of my absolute favorite comic writers alan hebden he's produced a, a story called starnav for the uh, that's going to be included in pandora and uh like I say, it's it, it's more or less stories that I I enjoy. The specific genres I really really like, like horror, fantasy, science fiction. So they're all included in it. Yes, I mean I was going to say the tagline is uh, horror, sci-fi, fantasy, and I think on the Kickstarter it said a comic born out of the pandemic. Does it feel like it's something that's really come out of the last two years? Yes, absolutely. Uh, if it hadn't been for the pandemic, we wouldn't be. I wouldn't be in this position. I appreciate that that, that COVID nineteen has been an absolutely awful thing to to happen to society, but it's also opened up a lot of other different opportunities for people. Working from home is one of them. I worked all the way through the pandemic, so. You know, being able to work from home has allowed me to get technology that I can use towards the the working on the comic. And uh, it's given me that time to devote to it because obviously I wasn't able to go out. We were all on a quite strict lockdown everywhere. So 
whereas my time would have been spent maybe going to the cinema or going out meeting friends I was actually at home working on the 77 so yeah it's it's absolutely when I say it's born out of the pandemic it, it, it really does have its sort of genesis in the fact that we went through such a an upheaval uh, you know everything we've been through in the last two years absolutely and it's reflected in a lot of the stories as well so uh this I'm hoping that people will find escapism in the pages but there are a few themes that people might pick up on uh, a couple of those are uh, stories of loss and change and again that goes back to what I was just saying about you know the the fact that we did go through the pandemic has allowed me to to get to this stage to edit my own comic. Yeah, it's, it's been a very transformative few years and Pandora sort of reflects that. And I should say, you know, it's successfully funded on Kickstarter in March already, so it's already funded. Um, and yes. it's going to launch a couple of weeks after this podcast comes out. Tell us about the launch. Well, we will be at Lawless, so uh, just let anybody know who's listening who may have backed the Kickstarter. It's going to print next week, so I'm really excited that we will be able to actually fulfil. Well, I'll say we will. Fingers crossed, because there's so many different variables. Distribution's been quite badly affected recently, but... I'm very hopeful we can actually fulfil the Kickstarter comic going out to people before Lawless. But the launch will be at the Lawless 2022 convention. I had to think then what the year was. (laughs) Oh, goodness. But, um, yeah, so we will have... I'd say we've got almost a full complement of the Pandora creators actually going to be at Lawless. Uh, there's a few that are outside of the country at the moment. We've got one creator who's uh, based in Illinois, in America, and another who I believe he's, he might be in Norway. But um, yeah, we've we've got Alan Anna Morozova who illustrates Starnav. We've got off the top of my head, we've got Andrew Sawyer's uh, of the Seventy Seven Parish, and also Shift, and. Yeah, it's going to be nice. It's going to be nice to actually see people that I've worked with over the past year actually see them face-to-face and also get my comic signed. So it will be it will be really nice to see them all at Lawless. And you've mentioned, obviously, some great creators. You know, I mean, uh, it must be a real thing to work with Alan Hepton and then Anna Morozova's mm. just been in the Regine prog with the new sort of low-born high series that she's uh, drawing what's it like work, you know editing these great creators whose stuff you already read and admire it's an absolute privilege and it's a few of the privilege has been working with creators who this will be their first industry experience as well so it's um it's the only way I can describe it, an absolute privilege and, and also uh, so exhilarating when the art lands in my inbox. It's like, I can't believe this. It, it can be a bit of a pinch me moment. Right. I can imagine, yes. I mean, did you yeah. have to, I mean, how did they take to editing? Did you have to make suggestions and alter things 
Um, is it a different sort of like with somebody like Alan Hebden or somebody who's doing their very first story getting published? I've been really fortunate, actually. Uh, I haven't had to make too many uh, editorial sort of decisions. Um, it, basically, it's it's given people the trust. Obviously, with Alan and Anna, there have been very few uh, editorial uh, changes. When I say few, I think there was just the one. Uh, and that was just to change uh, the name of a product in the in the comic strip. But as far as everybody else goes, I've like I say, I've been very fortunate that everybody has produced uh, art or the script, which has been it, it just needed a little bit of dusting. That was all, you know, very light, light touch. Excellent stuff. And you mentioned obviously Alan and Anya's story. What else? What tell us a little bit about some of the other stories that are going to feature in Pandora? Well, one of the the things I'm really, really excited and proud uh, to say is that Penny Pentagram from the 77 comic is, uh, she has a new home in Pandora. So I've got Andrew Richmond on art and David Thomas on script. So if anybody has read the 77 before, Penny Pentagram is this, uh, she's a, an occult detective so she's she's very kick-ass and yeah I'm I'm looking forward to seeing more of David's stories in the comic. Uh, I've got Gary Burley uh, who is an amazing draftsman and illustrator again he's of the 77 parish but he's illustrated a story for Anna Averts who is a Dutch writer and one of her stories debuted in I think issue two of the 77 and they have written very this is one of the poignant stories that is in the comic but has written a very creative and clever take on a banshee myth uh who else have we got we've got lola bonato and she is uh she's an art student she's currently uh still in in uni um, but her artwork is is fantastic, and I describe it as almost like European manga or Euro manga. And uh, she's illustrated a take on the zombie trope for Jamal Lookit, and the main character in that that story isn't it. It isn't who you would necessarily. Uh, see in comics as a hero uh, so it's it's a very interesting and really really clever take on the zombie myths and I should know off the top of my head who who my roster of artists and creators because I've, I've even got a story in there myself with Andrew Sawyers um, so he's he's illustrated this little um little tale it's a take on uh rabbits in space uh which i hope people will uh find amusing but andrew's artwork on it is just mind-blowing how he's done these uh these war rabbits is is amazing it's i I sort of describe it as warship down in space and uh we've got aid hughes he's of space warp formerly of space warp and 
the 77 and he has done a, a fully painted strip written by a chap called Rob McDonald and this is another one of those uh, poignant stories that has a, a it sort of riffs on mythology you you think it is mythology or you think the character is known but uh, it's a beautiful piece absolutely beautiful Fantastic. And I mean, you've, I could, from the stories you describe, I can see that science fiction, but also that sort of creepy, slightly mm. horror-inflected theme that you've gone for. And with my Irish heritage, I can imagine a story about the Banshee is particularly appropriate for the last two years. Yes. Um, yeah. So that will be interesting. I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to ask you about the cover, because yep. um, literally today I've been looking at some images from Mad Magazine for another podcast I'm going to be doing, and looking at a cover by an artist called Jack Davis, who did this cover of mm-hmm. the Frankenstein monster sort of sitting, reading the magazine, surrounded by all these other yes. monsters and creeps. And you've got a sort of an affectionate homage to it, I think, for the cover of Pandora. Is that right? Uh, that's actually one of the posters. Ah, so, right. um, yes, that, that will be a poster that was a Kickstarter reward only. So only the Kickstarter backers will receive that. And that was a wonderful pastiche on the creepy number one cover by, and that was by Andrew Richmond. And so we've got Penny Pentagram uh, lovingly reading a story to all these fantastic monsters. But when when Andrew uh, sort of was kicking that about, I was just like, oh, we've got to have that. But yes, the cover is of Penny. So our main cover is of Penny Pentagram with um, Pandora's box. We had to obviously get that in there. And the variant cover is by Anna Morozova. And that's a a beautiful piece with the Starnav characters in it. Fantastic. Uh, Okay, so yes, I've been looking at the poster, obviously, and not the cover. But yeah, okay. So it's all successfully funded. Um, How much will the comic be to buy at Lawless? So it's six ninety five retail. Right. Um, it, it is. It is quite a, a hefty tome. So it's uh, it's forty pages, and uh, it's. At, and if anybody has ever picked up a copy of the seventy seven, or even uh, the most recent issue uh, seven, it's of the same quality. So it, it's it's a beautiful read, um, really tactile to hold on to. And we will, obviously, I've mentioned that, you know, we've got artists lined up for Pandora too. So just to let folks know, there are a couple of stories that are recurring series stories. So, um, yeah, we're looking for Pandora 2 to hopefully come out towards the end of the year. Right, because that was obviously going to be one of the questions. Is this going to be the first of many? So you're hoping this is an ongoing Mm. series? Yeah, it will be a recurring uh, series. Obviously, um, you know, that's that's dependent on readers and uh, how well it goes down or how well it's received. But um, uh, just that folk know, uh, Alan has has got three scripts of Star Nav, so I'd really like to be able to get that out there and obviously complete that story. Excellent. So more to look forward to. Will that be, do you think that's likely to be kick-started for the second issue as well? Well, the 77 model for 
funding is through crowdfunding. So never say never. We would we would love to be in a position where, you know, we don't uh, have a Kickstarter. But, yeah, I should imagine it will be a Kickstarter crowdfunding exercise. And you mentioned that Pandora's publishing some work from first timers. Um, are you still, will you be looking for submissions for future issues? Is that something that people can get in touch with you about? Um, to be honest with you, we're, uh, the roster is full. You're inundated. Uh, so <laughs> we are, I was inundated at the beginning to the point where it was complete saturation and I just felt, it, it was awful that I just had so many talented people that I just could not give a slot to. Um, but we've, it's the same with the 77. We are working, uh, in some cases, 12, 18 months in advance of schedule. And we have to do that. You know, it's, it's, it's only fair for our artists and creators. So uh, submissions are closed at the moment, I'm afraid. Okay. All right. And if people aren't fortunate enough to have been in the Kickstarter for issue one and they're not going to be at Lawless... Uh, how can they get hold of issue one of Pandora from you? Yeah, absolutely. They can get it from Big Cartel. So the 77 does have a shop on there. Uh, if you go to the77.net, that will automatically direct you to our online shop. Alternatively, you can contact us via Twitter, Instagram or even Facebook and we can obviously get you a uh, copy out there. Um we are hoping to be in shops, you know, once once we are, you know, we've got that confirmation, we will get that out there on our social media channels. Excellent and stuff. It's, uh, it, yeah, thank you. No, that's right. Sorry, you were going to say it's, uh, it's going to hopefully be in shops and, you know, people will be able to buy it from the big cartel online. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, of course, they can always message me as well. There's various various uh, social media accounts that uh, they can contact us on and we can uh, get your details and get a comic out to you. Well, excellent. Well, look in the show notes, the description for this episode, and you'll find uh, links to the Pandora comic on Twitter and also to the Big Cartel store for the 77. Um, so hopefully you'll be able to find it there. Great stuff, Joe. We we play this game on the podcast where we imagine that original art from all these great comics still exists and we could afford it, the Grail Page game. Is there a piece of art from the first issue of Pandora that you would love to own yourself and hang on the wall? Uh, there is. Uh, and it, it, it went, actually. It was, it was up as a Kickstarter reward. And that was a piece of art by Pete Weston. It's actually an advert for The Devil's Bride, which starts in issue two, written by Big Dave Healy. <laughs> He's going to kill me for saying that. Um, but it's written by Dave and illustrated by Pete Weston. And yeah, that's that's a piece I would have loved to have had. But um, all of the art is, is stunning and I'd be very proud to have all of it decorating my walls. And is Pete Weston, is that Mike Weston's son, Pete Weston? It is, yeah. Fantastic. And uh, he's going to be at Lawless as well on the Sunday. So he's illustrating a story called The Devil's Bride, written by Dave, and it's uh, a Western tale of revenge and uh, retribution, which I hope people will like. 
Excellent. Well, come along to the 77 stand at uh, the Lawless Convention. The 77 is obviously, you know, uh, quite deeply involved in the Lawless Convention as well. And you'll be able to get your copy yes. of Pandora comic there from you. Yes, you can. And we, we're also having a Pandora panel on the Saturday. So there's Alan, Anna Morozova, uh, Andrew Richmond and myself. And we're going to be host, well, John Burdis is hosting the panel. Oh, good. But luck. we're going to be answering. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> so um, he, we are going to be answering his questions on the day. Fantastic. Well, I look forward to meeting you at Lawless, Joe, and getting coming to buy my copy. Uh, and I'll be able to present you yes, at your yeah. book club coaster at the same time. Oh, that's awesome. That, that's brilliant. That will go uh, probably to place in the living room. And I guess. You know, we talk about guest projects here, but I should imagine with Pandora 1 and then planning for Pandora 2 and beyond, you're pretty busy. I should imagine that keeps you, um, occupies most of your time, doesn't it? Uh, pretty much. Yeah. And uh, Nothing else on the go at the moment? Well, I, I produce a story for the 77 anyway. So uh, right. my story, Red by Night, Black by Day, is uh, one of the ongoing strips in the 77. So I'm juggling that. I'm... I've been spurred into more writing, potentially for other projects. So, yeah, it's um, working full time, holding down a job as well as uh, doing this. I I rarely have time for anything else at the moment. So it's uh, it's a case of I've got lots of plates on the the go spinning away. Yes, you sound very busy. (laughs) Um, lots as you say lots on the go and I'm very grateful for you giving up your time this evening to uh, to sort of give me the brief on Pandora comic which will be out shortly no it's it's really appreciated really appreciated to have me you know this conversation that's great thank you very much Joe. thanks Eamon and thank you to everyone for listening to Mega City Book Club find all the links including links to Pandora comic uh, the big cartel store and the twitter on megacitybookclub.com Follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the 2000ED forums, or email me mcbcpodcast at gmail.com. And if you're at Lawless, go to the 77 stand and say hello to Joe and all the others, and come and say hello to me as well. We'll see you there. And until next time on Mega City Book Club, when we're passing judgment on another great book, it's goodbye from me and... Bye. Bye. Wow.